This is the Matt Townsend Show. If we're not wholeheartedly in our relationship, then we probably are always looking for exit strategies. Your guide on the side. I would suggest you forge more character. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Dr. Matt Townsend. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm Leanna Tan, here to bring you some of Matt's best tidbits to help you live healthier, happier lives. Today, we are going to focus on the healthier part. We like to bring different health coaches on the show to help us all stay in our top shape mentally and physically. And this is a time of year when we need to be especially careful. I grew up in a home where food was pretty much the center of all happiness. My dad is actually a chef, and I was always his taste tester growing up. And so I really learned how to love food and eat a lot. So a lot of my memories and joys in life have been associated with food. And I think that happens to the majority of us. The holidays roll around and the smell of gingerbread reminds us of the sleepovers at grandma's or the taste of eggnog reminds us of caroling with the family. And it's like these fond memories are instilled in layers and layers of calories. So how do we maintain our healthy habits and avoid all the looming holiday weight this season? Well, we are going to hear some advice from a couple of different health experts about this today. The first expert is Jenny Grothy, and she's going to teach us about balancing the festivities and our health goals and how we can even begin to get fit this winter. Are we overblowing it? It seems like the holiday is kind of where we we totally go off the deep end. Oh, absolutely. I think... You know, the, the holidays, they're, they're just so hard because we're, con- we're constantly surrounded by good food. You know, oh. I mean, we have all the stuff that our friends and neighbors are bringing around or we're going to parties or, you know, mom stops by or she wants us to come over for one of her big feasts and she's making all of our, you know, favorites that we grew up with during the holidays. I mean, we just, yeah. food is everywhere at the office. I mean, people are Ugh. constantly having, you know, holiday parties, whether it be Christmas or New Year's or who knows what. I mean, everybody's celebrating all the time, and we always celebrate with food. So absolutely, What's, What is that with Americans? Time. Why do we do that? Food. I think we just get such pleasure in it. <laughs> I mean, what if we had just created traditions where you only celebrate with exercise? Yeah. <laughs> and you just, we'd, be, we'd be a very different people. Wouldn't that be great? Sure. It's like your neighbors came to the door and just did jumping jacks with you. Matt, let's go run a 5K. <laughs> it's funny, but you know what? It could have just as easily been that than food. Yeah, it's so true. But, you know, we don't work that way. Um, you, you, okay, you feel it too, because I know you're in, you, you know, you work out, you, mm-hmm. I, but I did see a picture of you with your child eating French fries the other day. Oh, well, you saw a picture of my child eating French fries. Yeah. I will say this, you know, as you know, like there's, there's a lot of treats. I, I, I don't go to extremes. I mean, if there's something that I really right. want, of course I'm going to enjoy it. Um, but I have gotten good over the years saying no to the things that I could care less for, French fries being one of them. You don't so, like French fries? I really don't love them. I what? really, really don't. Like, if I'm craving something, it's not going to be a French fry. But with my little Zane, who there's literally yeah. maybe six foods on the planet Earth that he currently will eat, French fries being one. Zane's going to be a broadcaster someday, right? I've he, met Zane. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, um, Bell, you know, if that's what he'll eat, then um, more power to him. It but, is a no, vegetable. There's other, things, there's other things that tempt me, I promise. Well, uh, are you tempted at Christmas? Oh, of course. Okay, what's your big temptation? I want to know what, what brings Jenny Grothy down. Like, what is it like, oh, boy, don't, you can do anything, but don't bring me fruitcake. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Please, don't. Um, you know, a couple of different things, actually. I mean, you know, there's the cookies that my mom used to make that I now make. Um, I think they're called crescents. Mm. Um, there's the chocolate crinkled cookies, those being two of them. They're just their favorites. I mean, they bring back, even when I, when I bake them and I smell them, and then, of course, when I have one, it just brings back memories from when I was a kid. So, yeah. you know, those, those are a couple um, anything that my mom makes during the holidays, as far as you know, a lot of her yummy German um, recipes. Uh, that's kind of when she really, you know, does all the bells and whistles. Yeah. That that completely tempts me. As far as you know, we live here in Utah. Um, 
you know, we're kind of into the whole neighbor thing where everybody yes. brings over treats. There's, everyone's the got a neighbor, December. and yeah, and your neighbor gift. Everyone brings you. Yep, so, every, like, literally, um, you'll have 20 neighbors bring you stuff. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we do. And I don't think that that's necessarily the norm outside of Utah. Um, but here, for sure, I mean, by the end of the month, you know, we just have a stack of goodies. They don't tempt me so much. No. But it's the stuff that when I tie it to a memory, those are the things, for whatever reason, that are sentimental and they tempt me. Yeah. See, I think that's it is we have a lot of uh, sentimentality going on. We also have the traditions you're talking about. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's also colder, so you really mm-hmm. should put on some fat. Don't you agree? You know, I think it's kind of the norm. And honestly, I don't think that there's anything wrong with, you know, putting on a little bit during the holidays, just kind of going into it, expecting that, you know, it's it's it more than likely is going to happen because you're going to be derailed to some extent from your normal routine. Because, again, I'm a person who believes in moderation right. in all things. And so during the month of, you know, November and December in particular, you know, I want to be able to enjoy some things. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to go crazy and just can completely indulge the whole time. Um, but, you know, like if I, if I keep it between, you know, one and, and, and three pounds, that's something that at the end of the holidays I can say, oh, that wasn't too bad. I, you know, I can burn that off easily. Yeah. So, and that's know, what I, New I Year's resolutions. Don't be too hard on yourself. Right. You don't have to beat yourself up, especially because no. you know you've got January and you're going to have a New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. So you can, mm-hmm. you can, um, you can, you know, eat, gain your one to three pounds. Plus, if you're just doing a little exercise, which yep. is another whole problem, isn't it? So yep. let's let's get into this a little bit. And um, I guess, how, do you want to talk about the foods first? Do you want to talk about the exercise? Because our schedules get messed up, times change. It gets a little darker earlier. Stuff. I mean, things are different during this yeah. time of season. So where do we begin to get healthy and fit? Well, I think, you know, let's, starting with the exercise side of it, I mean, you know, maybe the things that you're currently doing or have been doing, that's not going to work, just like you said, because it does, it gets so dark so early, you know, and a lot of people are getting off work and they don't want to go out into the cold and that might not be too attractive to them. You just have to start thinking outside the box. What are some other things that you normally wouldn't do that maybe now is a good time, whether it be, you know, Maybe this is the time for the next few months that you do join a gym, you know, so that you can actually stay indoors. Maybe you, you join up, a, you know, for a racquetball class or you start mm. playing ward or, you know, um, community basketball yeah. or, you know, I actually do enjoy during this time going out um, when it starts just because, you know, for me, I love to run. And one of the things that I found is so beautiful is when everybody has their Christmas lights up, if there's nothing like it when you're out there among all the lights. And so maybe you huh. can do that, but just go for a brisk walk, yeah. you know. It's just it's really, really pretty and, and peaceful. But just, you know, just like when we first um, got on, when we first met months ago talking yeah. about, you know, how do we start exercising, just now I'll think, okay, so given the current circumstances, what are some things that you have an interest in um, that you might want to do, you know, um, and maybe it's doing Tybo from the comfort of your own home. <laughs> right. Oh, no. You know, there's the P90X. I know that's absolutely huge right now. Still, that's something that you can do at home. It's a super hard workout and it's something that you can do, you know, at any time during the day or night and it's at home and you're warm and you could even do it in your pajamas. You don't even have to get ready. So, you know, there's, there's definitely options. And just like with anything, if it's important enough to you, you'll find a way to do it. That's exactly. And, and that's what I love about how you frame this, because it, it's, it is still about a choice. And whether, whether your schedule's compressing, whether you're, you, know, you have more interruptions, whether you have more parties and things to go to, so that takes up your evenings, it's still a choice of whether you, you get out and exercise or not, or whether you, you know, over, go overboard on your eating. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, you know, again, this is this is my opinion, but I, you know, during the holidays, I do believe in moderation and enjoying some of the treats. Yeah. Um, but there's no reason to give up your active lifestyle because anything that you do during the holidays, active wise, that's going to help combat, you know, all of those empty calories that you're consuming, which, you know, again, I, I want people to be able to do that, but right. I don't want them to say, you know, well, screw it. I'm just going to go ahead and eat whatever I want, and I'm not going to exercise until January, and then, you know, then they find themselves gaining 15, 20 pounds, and right. then all of a sudden, that's a lot. That's, that's hard to lose. That's hard to go into January saying, now 
Now what do I do? Yeah. You know, like I just lost it. <laughs> do you do you feel so, like is I mean cuz we are busier. We're moving. It's mm-hmm. I mean, just going shopping is like uh-huh. horrendous. So, I mm-hmm. mean, I guess that's exercise. Do you count stuff like that? Um, I I would. I wouldn't count it necessarily as your exercise for the day. I'd still do something that's really going to get your your heart rate up and and get you really moving, you know. Um, you know, faster for a more consistent period of time. But most definitely, you are burning calories when you're hustling, especially for, like, youth, as you mentioned, and all those husbands out on the 24th of December that are frantically (laughs) running around from store to store. Those dummies. I know. They make me mad. (laughs) You know what really worked me out was Black Friday. I had to, like, beat four people up just to get a Furby. Oh, nice. (laughs) Good one, Matt. (laughs) It was hard. It was so hard. But, I mean, really, that's... You're saying, okay, that's good, that's that's movement, but really mm-hmm. to make it seriously beneficial, we need to have the heart rate go up, it needs to be aerobic. I Yeah, I would. And 20 would. minutes, 30 minutes, that's great. Yep, absolutely. I mean, if 20 is all you can get away with, you know, like, do it. Yeah. Don't say, well, I only have 20 minutes, so I'm, not gonna, I'm not even going to worry about it. No, gosh, no. If you have 20 minutes, go for it. If you have 40 minutes... That's wonderful. But, you know, like you said, this is a crazy time of year where our schedules are so jam-packed. Oh, yeah. 20 minutes is better than no minutes because, again, you know, we're going to be tempted left and right with things that we normally wouldn't even have to deal with. So burn off whatever you can now so that you can go into whatever that temptation is. Plus, not only that, when we do exercise, when we keep that up consistently, it's funny, our mind frame kind of changes. And so when we are tempted, we might not be as tempted. Right. Because you know, like when you kind of have that attitude, like, oh, well, I haven't exercised for yeah. like two weeks. Whatever. Yeah. I just give up and you just eat whatever. Yeah. Whereas if you maintain that active lifestyle, you're, you're, it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to blow that work out. You know, that doesn't tempt me that much. I mean, I'd rather have this than that. So I'm just going to wait. I'm going to save it. Yeah. So you know, another reason why to keep up the the activity during the holidays. Love it. Okay, let's do this, Jen. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I'd love you to get into the foods. How do we, you know, how do we get ahead of the foods that are kind of being pushed on us? And, uh, and how do we start making some decisions about our meals and our foods? How do we eat healthier while we're uh, during this season? And then... Um, I also want to talk to you more about the psychology that you were just getting into. There's a huge psychology of health, right? And just about feeling good makes it easier to feel better. And we we might need some de-stressors, and, and maybe physical fitness is the way to de-stress so that we can enjoy the family parties and things like that. So we're yep. going to come back to you, Jen. After this break, we're talking to Jenny Grothy from jen-fit.com. And uh, we'll be back picking her brain to figure out how to be healthy during the holidays. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show right here on BYU Radio. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Staying healthy might not be the first thing on your mind right now, but it is an important thing for us all to keep in mind before we forget all of our self-control and dive into all those cookies and hot chocolate. So we're listening to health coach Jenny Grothy right now, and in the last segment, she reminded us that we can enjoy what we love during the holidays, and eating is definitely a part of the celebrations, but we need to have everything in moderation and be willing and ready to say no to things that we know we can just do without. For me, I could probably say no to, you know, eggnog or store-bought cookies because I don't really like those anyway. But I'm going to save room for that honey-baked ham and those seized chocolates because those are some things that really make the holiday special for me. I also like how she said that we shouldn't indulge in everything, but keep in mind that your diet will probably be derailed at least slightly this holiday season, so you will probably gain some weight. But if you manage it and limit the sugar and calories and the indulgence, it will be much easier to keep it under control and get back to your best fit self after the holidays. One thing I am trying to do is change my mindset. 
I always think of exercise as a summer activity. I know it sounds weird, but summer is the time that I want to go to the pool or run outside or play on the lake. And it's just warm and inviting and part of summer culture. But what I realized is that I need to change my mindset and make that a part of the winter holiday culture as well. I can still feel the holiday spirit listening to Christmas music as I do yoga or go running. Or while I make some healthy, warm broth or herbal tea, you know, the holiday spirit isn't just sitting on my couch indulging in a whole plate of cookies and chugging hot cocoa and cider. And that's kind of what I'm trying to wrap my mind around right now. And Jenny reminded us that every active thing we do during the holidays helps to combat those empty calories we are bound to consume this season. So what specifically should we be staying away from at the dinner parties? And is there anything we can eat that will help us stay on track? This next part of the interview is all about the do's and don'ts of holiday feasting. So help us with the foods because that seems to be... You know, we're eating all this stuff that we don't normally eat, right? Neighbors' mm-hmm, gifts, mm-hmm. we're bringing stuff over. Families got stuff. They're trying to sell a lot of new things at the store that you can try. Try this, try that. Yep. What sh- how do we make it through on the food side? Well, you know, I don't even know where you want to start, but like as far as with all the treats and stuff that are you know being brought over, um, I would just have a steadfast rule, you know, uh, you know, I think it's rude to not try something when somebody brings it over, yes. but that doesn't mean that you need to try the entire tray. Don't you think a handful um, so, is good enough? You know, a handful, or like if they're cookies, maybe everybody just has one. I mean, the kids, of course, you know, yeah. they have a little bit more leeway than we do if we're if we're trying to maintain some kind of... <laughs> That's great. Skyboy just smiled over that one. He, he, he's like, Yes! A big kid. But, yeah, so I, you know, but maybe, you know, you just say, I'm just going to have you try one. But beyond that, that's enough knowing that, you know, more than likely somebody else is going to bring something the next night. Right. Because that's just kind of the way it goes. So I would just decide ahead of time how you're going to handle those situations. Um, But then as far as, you know, like all the parties and stuff that we get invited to, one of the things that I do is, because, you know, again, we can always offer to bring something um, to whatever party. And so, like, a lot of times I will make something that I can, I can enjoy. So, uh, you know, salads are always very popular, very easy to make, um, but you can put, you know, tons of stuff in it. But that way, when you get there, you actually have something. You don't know what everybody else is going to be bringing. And so you have something that you know that you can have and stay, still stay close to it on plan, filling up your tummy so that as you put, you know, small portions of other things, on your plate, it's not going to, you know, be um, completely, you know, bad for you. That's a great idea, so, though, because you're you you have the power to take food that's healthier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, what if we and all started taking healthier like, food? Yeah, and the the host loves it because you know they they want as much help as they can get. And, right. You know, it's it's hard to feed the entire. Um, you know, everybody that's, that's coming. So if you're bringing something that helps them too. So it's a, it's kind of a win-win. Yeah. Same thing goes for, you know, treats too. Like if you're, um, if you want to take treats to, uh, to the, to the party, or if you're wanting to make treats for your neighbors, I mean, there's definitely a lot of healthier options that you can put together that you can take too. So that, you know, if everybody is, is snacking on, on cookies and snacks and stuff like that, you know, again, you have something that you could snack on too, that might take you, you know, you know, make it last, but it, it's not going to be as bad for you as maybe, you know, five pieces of fudge or right. who knows what else it is yeah. that, that other people are bringing. So, you know, just need to kind of think outside the box again on, on what is it that you can, you, you can actually take with you um, that's going to maybe, you know, save, save in the, the, the fat and the calories and, and, and carbs and stuff like that. Love it. And you can always go full, too. Right, I mean, oh, absolutely. fill up Have before fun. you go, like you're talking about. Yeah, lots of water, lots of yeah. salad. You know, I mean, if if we're doing some of the things that we had talked about in previous months, where we're eating every few hours, we're drinking the water like we should be. Right. You know, we should be on a set schedule. So, you know, it's not unlikely that there's um, that you have already eaten before you would go to a party. So, yeah, if you do go with a with a full tummy, you're less likely to be hungry when you get there. So, you're not going to be so tempted. Same thing. You know, it's the same thing as when you go into a supermarket. I mean, if you go full, you're not going to get all the crap. But if you go hungry, everything's going to look good. Well, 
definitely it's going to be the same thing at a party. Oh yeah, and and if you're, and we'll get into this after this next break about just the psychology of it. If if you've already worked out today and you're feeling good about yourself and you're you're in your healthier, you know, the clothes that make you feel healthy. Um, it seems like, and you're ahead and you're at the party, just go and enjoy the party. Don't, maybe yeah. just don't make it all about the food. Don't make it about yep. the meal. Make it about these people. I, I always make end it up... about the people and the relationships and just spending some time with them and unwinding. And... Yeah. I, I, learned, I learned really bad healthy or unhealthy eating habits because I would always... As a speaker, I'd go out and um, you'd eat. I'd, I'd have to kind of hurry and eat because you're you're. They want you to eat because they're paying you to be there at their event. So then I'd hurry and eat because I wanted to go be able to get ready and not, you know, any whatever. In the long run, though, I ended up eating unhealthy. I ended up eating fast. And what I kind of do now is I just always say, you know what, I can't eat before, but let me come sit with you. And now I just sit and talk to them, and I always eat after. But it's mm-hmm. but I really it's a better experience with the people I'm with than having to even get caught up in all the food. Yep, and I think that's smart. I mean, you know, it's a very tactful way of handling it. That's a win for them because really they just want to have your company. Yeah. you know, and you're not having to totally indulge in things that maybe you don't want to be, yeah. so that you can still stay on your you know your routine. I think with anything, I mean, you just. Handle it tactfully. Just think it through. You know, what are some of the possible situations that you might find yourself in and, and know how you're going to handle that. I mean, if you're going to a party, obviously there's going to be food there. So you just need to think about what can you do to, to, so that you can steer clear of all of the, the temptations, whether, like, you, you know, how you mentioned, going when you're full, having some water on hand, taking a treat with you that's healthier, um, you know, having a discussion with the person that's hosting the dinner or whatever it is so that they know that you, you're following, a, you know, a, a different plan. I mean, just thinking it through so that you're, you don't just show up and, you know, it's just – you completely yeah, and you hadn't thought about it. You've done yeah, yeah. I, I where that's what that's the deal, and that's the big thing you taught us forever when you were trying to drill it into our brains. Just planning ahead a little bit makes mm-hmm. it so you're not reacting to the menu, you're not reacting yeah. to everything. If I just yep. even if I um, like a lot of times, I think a lot of us will be leaving our office, our workplace, and going and meeting our family. We're at a party or an event. And if, mm-hmm. if I know that I'm going to be going to a party tonight, it might be smart for me to not go to the party starving, but yep. instead have something earlier, plan ahead, be prepared for it, and uh, that way we can just stay ahead. So the proactive you just can't beat. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, you know, we just we just um, passed Thanksgiving, but, you know, Christmas dinner is, is very similar. Usually that's when we bring out all the yummy holiday traditional foods that we're used to. Um, and, you know, we usually have Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner here. And for Thanksgiving, you know, I'll usually make a few dishes. I'll clean them up, as I like to say. So, like, if I like the, the sweet yams with all the pecans and the marshmallows and stuff like that, I'll make my own version. I'll make it, you know, huge so that I can share it with everybody. But it's going to be healthier than what you normally would have. Um, but then it's, you know, still something that I can feel like it's kind of like a treat, yeah. you know. Yeah, so like I'm still enjoying one of my favorites. Same thing with the stuffing, same thing with the gravy, same thing with the cranberry sauce. <laughs> it's um, all even, dessert. <laughs> you know, they're all, yeah, they're all yummy because they're all things that I normally would not yeah. have. So even the cleaned up version is going to be like a super yummy treat for me. But even even if I wasn't able to do that and like they're all just the, the, the normal, you know, just the things that I think about that my mom used to make. Yeah. If you are on track, let's say that you're going into the holidays and you're doing everything right, you're working out, you're eating, you know, really well, you're staying on plan. If if you want to enjoy a dinner and it's your holiday dinner, it's your your, your Christmas dinner, yeah. by all means enjoy it. Have fun. Don't get stuck yeah, don't, on yeah. the you know, just just know that you have earned it and that, that you deserve this and that, you know, memories are far more meaningful and important than any kind of a meal plan. Just enjoy it and know that the minute you get back home, the next day you're back on. That's right. You know, your body will more than likely be like, whoa, you know, thank you. Yeah, that was, that a nice was change, good. That's you know. So Love you know, it. and 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 it it'll just it'll it'll be the shock to your system that your body probably needs, and uh, you know you can just move on. Love it, Jen. Let's take a break. Um, I wanna we'll come back after this, and I want you to just uh, take a few minutes with us then, and re- just remind us 
about how good it can feel to be healthy and just kind of pep us up a little bit. Also, would love to uh, have any other clues or ideas you have for how to... um, how to prepare our New Year's resolutions. So we'll okay, be back. We'll be uh, talking to Jenny Grothy. Again, you can find her at gen-fit.com. And we'll take a break right here from the Matt Townsend Show on BYU Radio. We are learning how to have balance in the festivities coming our way and how to enjoy the holidays without losing self-control. Jenny said that when the plates come around, it might be polite to try what others have made, but you can just sample and be mindful of your portions. One thing I'm learning right now and that kind of came to my mind this past Thanksgiving dinner is that holiday feasting doesn't have to mean that you stuff yourself to the brim because you won't have that food till next year. It's not like the more you eat, the longer it will last until the next Thanksgiving. That food is going to digest and disintegrate whether you pack it all in in one sitting or eat it over a few days. So why not let the holiday feasting and those flavors and memories last a few days instead of just one sitting? My husband and I are always the designated trash cans. We are the ones that people turn to to finish off their plates or to scarf down the leftovers. But we don't always have to accept them. For Thanksgiving, I took some Tupperware this year instead so that I could have a decent-sized meal on Thanksgiving, but not so much that I was uncomfortably full. And then I put some in Tupperware so that I could portion it out over a few days and maintain that Thanksgiving feast rather than forcing it all in one sitting. Because you know tomorrow you're going to want that Thanksgiving meal again. And if you already stuffed it down the day before, you're just packing on you know, triple, quadruple the calories when you could have just portioned it out and had a comfortable meal for several days. So why are we even talking about this? Why do the health coaches keep reminding us to have balance and maintain health goals during the holiday? Is it because we're trying to tell everyone that they have to look like Barbie dolls? Or is there maybe something more profound and important to maintaining health? In the last part of this interview, Jenny Grothy is going to talk to us about the psychology benefits behind health and fitness. Now, we only have a few minutes, but I want you to tell us, just remind us one more time, what, why are we doing this? Why is healthy fit so good? Because this season can get away from us. And, um, and maybe just kind of talk about the psychology of all of this. Well, I think the biggest reason why we just need to keep doing it is because it really stinks to have to start over. Um, If we all think back to, you know, because I'm sure a lot of us have started over a number of times, whether it be on a diet or an exercise program, the first part is always the hardest. That's Mm -hmm. when you're tired, you're having to make new habits, you're having to give up old habits that you really might like, you know, the sleeve of cookies at night (laughs) or whatever it is. The bedtime sleeve, we call that. (laughs) It's so hard. And when you keep it up, I mean, you, you know, you're, you're past that. So if, you know, if you go, if you continue through the holidays with your healthy lifestyle, whether in, you know, you're being active in some way, whether it be the same thing that you have been doing or trying something new as we discussed, um, and then just, uh, you know, allowing some cheats and moderation without completely going crazy and, you know, eating everything during the holidays, you can do that so that come January, you're not one of the people that is, that has these humongous, you know, goals because you're, you know, you've been man- maintaining. It's just, it's just so hard to start over, and you feel better. Like you feel stronger, you feel happier, you have yeah. more energy. Like there's so many positive benefits that comes from just, you know, exercising and, and eating a good, balanced diet. I mean, you, you just, you know, so many times as, as I've gotten older, I, I joke about how I miss the energy that I had when I was younger. Well, you know, that's one of the beautiful things that when I lost the 60-plus pounds, um, I suddenly started to feel a lot more like that old person, 
you just, it changes you from the inside out. Yeah, see, and it, it doesn't have to be, I mean, it's not about your weight. No. And it's not about your your waist and your abs and all of these things that we throw around the fitness. It's it's really about just feeling better. And I like the idea that you you can still just pare it down a little bit and not do it as as maybe yeah. as effectively, but it, you don't have to stop and don't you can stop. you can do something. And you know, and it's funny because there's a lot that you know. Cause I think that people you do really get caught up in it. Yeah. And if you're exercising and you're eating better, there's something to be said. You your confident your your self confidence goes up, and you know whether you can visibly see the changes or not, you feel better. And that you you know people around you will notice that. Like when you're happier with yourself, then other people are happier to be around you because. That's, that's right. just the type of person you want to be with. That's right. You know? I totally agree. So, and that's, that's you know, another positive effect that comes from just making these right choices. And it gives you the energy, the stamina to make it through. Mm-hmm. It gives you the just the confidence. It also, I think, just takes away some of the stress that this season might bring. Yeah, definitely. Good stuff, Definitely. Jane. I know for me, like, I... And I know you're the same. I have so many things on my plate, and right now it's, like, so crazy. The the hour that I allow myself in the morning when I go to the gym, that is when I just regroup. Yeah. Like, I give it all that I can. I work out as hard as I possibly can just because that is my time, and it seriously sustains me from that moment forward. I mean, the morning, that's just my solace. And it helps me to get through all of the challenges in the, you know, the to-dos and the fires and the things you don't expect and the emergency phone calls that you have to go to this school or whatever, you know, Um, it's just, yeah. I love it. I can't say enough good things about it. Well, and I think you've motivated us, Jen, and, but we appreciate (laughs) you. And if anybody wants to get a hold of you or learn more about your recipes, you've got Mm -hmm. great, I mean, I've been doing the little egg trick you taught us and, and the oatmeal trick. Um, I call them tricks. They're probably just like known to everyone that's healthy. Uh, (laughs) They're little healthy tricks, but if they want to learn about your recipes, they just go to Jen dash fit. So it's Jen hyphen, right? Fit dot com. Yep, that's, yeah, all of my information is there on how to get a hold of me. Awesome. Jenny Grothy, thank you so much. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. Thanks you so bet. much for having me on. You bet. Have a happy holiday. Okay, you too. Take care. Thanks. Jenny Grothy from gen-fit.com. You listen to the Matt Townsend Show right here on BYU Radio. running app that coaches me to do interval training every day for eight weeks and I got this app probably a couple summers ago and I still have never known what week eight training looks like on the app every time I tell myself I'm going to do the program I get to about week three and then I start getting busy with other things maybe get a little bored of running and I end up stopping Without even maybe consciously realizing it, it's just like day after day something else comes up and I just have stopped the program. And then slowly I start going back to my old habits and a little while later I suddenly think, oh yeah, my running app. Well, you know, it's been a little while now so obviously I'm not on week three level anymore. I guess I have to start back at week one again and just work my way up. And this happens over and over again, and it's kind of discouraging. Now, I don't even know if I want to use my running app anymore. And Jenny talked about that in the last segment. She said that one of the reasons health and fitness maintenance is so important is because it just stinks to have to keep starting over again and again. We get into these cycles a lot, but remembering our health and fitness all year, not just during the holidays, isn't just so we can look like the mannequins at the mall but so that we can feel happier and more confident and improve our social lives and our mindsets. 
sticking with a healthy mentality affects our lives in so many different ways. So let's finish off today's episode with an interview with another health coach, Ron Hager, where he gives us even more tips on how to maintain our values this holiday season and make wise choices. So Dr. Ron always comes in and tries to make us all healthy. And there's no better time, Ron, than right now, because this is when we start to slide into apparently the peppermint bark world. (laughs) which is a, the favorite of some cities and, and states, um, and all of this candy and then just a lot of food and consumption. Yeah, it's a time for exceptions, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. what we think, right? So, yeah, and justifications and rationalization. <laughs> yeah, but you're very good and you always do this about it's, – it's always about choices. Yeah. And we have more choices than we think we have. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember a few weeks ago we kind of started – kind of talking about this idea of, you know, kind of living by, I guess, principles as it might apply to your health. Yeah. You know, so we don't say at a certain time of year, you know, like let's say Christmas time or whatever, or, you know, sometime in May, you know, we don't say, finally, it's May, I can go out and rob a bank. You know, May is, you know, rob rob a bank month or whatever, (laughs) you know, because people would say, you know, I, I, I I don't steal. That's against my principles. We don't do that. Right. Yeah. So I, I've always kind of been inclined to say things like, well, wh- why not have principles regarding your health? Why not yeah. say to yourself, this is just something I don't do? And, you know, it, 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 regardless of the situation, uh, you know, so I, 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 wrote, I wrote something down for, uh, you know, for today's little outline. I said, it's not about the holiday. It's about how you choose to live regardless of the holiday. Mm. Right. So, so you, don't, you don't make exceptions uh, right. for things that are important to you. Yeah. You stick by them. And you can still live your principles and have and taste a dessert and well, sure. experience a dessert. You don't have to – it's just the difference of eating the entire dessert and sure, I, I would think five that, other desserts. I would think that when most people feel like they operate by principles, when they keep those principles, they actually feel pretty good mm-hmm. You know about, about kind of being in charge. And, right. You know, their self-esteem goes up and they feel like they're the ones uh, in control. I mean, we we know of examples where people would actually die rather than violate their principles. Oh, right. Sure. So so it it, it can be something that can guide you. You know, if you want to set yourself up for, I guess, maybe you know, principle centered health. Yeah. But right? a lot of us just that just that just takes so much work <laughs> compared to yeah, just going with the status quo or you know stopping at the nearest restaurant. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to argue that point. You're demanding that we actually own yeah. our lives and our choices. Yeah, but you know, isn't it kind of interesting, Matt, that uh, you know, talk about this idea of responsibility or ownership. Rather than, I guess, kind of look at the root cause of something, like let's say you know a person gains five pounds a year for ten years, and they end up being fifty pounds heavier in the end, and they wonder what happened. Yeah, what? You know, it, it wasn't it wasn't some kind of a uh, you know a miracle. <laughs> You know, that caused that to happen. Yeah. But yet people oftentimes look for these quick fixes, these almost like miracle cures or remedies for their situation. You know, right. it's like, well, it took me 10 years to put on this 50 pounds, but is there any way I can take it off by next week? I've got a reunion coming up. Yeah, or something. And and the same thing with their fitness. You know, people oftentimes notice a decline in their, their strength or their endurance, and, and, and they, they look for something to— to fix it, instead of just saying, "Well, you know, why not just reverse what got me here?" Right. You yeah. Know, kind of a root cause sort of a perspective, and do it over a lifetime, not over a weekend. Exactly. That that's the point. I mean, you do something for ten years to get where you are. Well, just reverse the process, and and then say, "Well, I'm going to do this from now on." Mm-hmm. You know, to make it different. And that might be a good idea as we're looking toward the new year, New Year's resolutions, yeah. and let's like truly try to redirect ourselves to to become a more principled, centered, healthy person. I guess so. I and mean, yeah. that's couldn't yeah, hurt. I like that idea. What uh, what can we do though to make it through this holiday without totally you know going sideways? Well, I I I have a few ideas. Um, some of these might sound a little crazy, but you know, sometimes when you operate by principles, you might be viewed as being crazy. 
you know, or or yeah, or, or, inis- or or initially you might think that it seems a little odd even to yourself, but you can make these things uh, patterns. Um, uh, how about this? Uh, wear walking or running shoes, you know, comfortable shoes, uh, as much as you can, so that you're ready to go. Uh, I know it's I know it's nice to you know dress up and uh, you know wear different kinds of clothes for the holidays, especially if you're entertaining or having parties or guests right. over or something like that. Um, but, but try and, try and be as ready to go as you can. Even, even how about this idea? Like while meals are cooking, uh, because a lot of people are spending time in the kitchen and, uh, and, and so you're, you're doing things according to time, right? Well, this has got to be in the oven for 35 minutes. Well, what, you know, do you, I, I know a lot of times I say, okay, whew, you know, this is in the oven for 35 minutes. Now I can sit down and look at stuff on yeah. my phone. Watch a show. Until the buzzer game, goes off. Right. Yeah, why not, why, why not say, you know, while meals are cooking, you know, in the oven, for example, maybe go for some kind of a timed, you got a timed you, bake you gotta going be on. back. Yeah, go for a timed walk. That's or a, a good idea. Or, a, you know, something like that. Uh, maybe just do, uh, you know, two laps around the block. Mm-hmm. And, and you might think that's insignificant. You might say, well, that's not really going to make that much of a difference. But as a single event, probably not. Yeah. But if you make this a pattern in your life and you do this as much as you can, then it builds up over time. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, so I think that's a good one. Uh, you know, a lot of people are going to be spending times in malls going shopping. Right. Uh, so why not just say, okay, well, there's a couple things. One is instead of trying to park as close to the mall as you can, why not think about parking as far away as you can that's reasonable? Yeah. And say – Which you may have to do anyway. Which you may have to do anyway. But how about this one? When you get to the mall, uh, say – before I actually even go in a single store or shop for anything, I'm going to do two complete laps around the mall. Oh, and, that's and, a, oh. and then I'll start yeah. shopping. Yeah, but then you'll just be exhausted eight eight hours later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that but that but that's it. Like challenge yourself a little bit more is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying look for opportunities to infuse these activity episodes in your life. I love that. Uh, whether you're at home, whether you're going shopping, uh, deciding where you want to park. Um, I heard this interesting quote once, a person's health can be judged by which they take two at a time, pills or stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, also look for opportunities to, to just move more uh, and, and don't look for the, the path of least resistance. This is the perfect time, you know, to look for, I guess, the path of most resistance mm-hmm. because, uh, like I said, even, you know, there have been studies done on how many how many stairs people take a day and and it it's been shown to uh, have an impact on risk of disease on your overall health uh, so look for those opportunities when you can take stairs instead of escalators or elevators why not do it and it seems like the winter time too is it changes your game i walk a lot in the summer in the spring in the fall but winter it just takes you out of your game. So you've got to get creative and find another way. You do. There's also, I mean, everybody's into electronics now, uh, smartphones, smartwatches. There's all kinds of apps out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, there have been some recent studies that have come out to show that these apps, not for everybody, but for, for the right kind of person, they can actually be intriguing and motivating uh, you know, people who like to count their steps, you know, and it doesn't really matter whether the device overestimates or underestimates. The right. point is you're using it as a mechanism for accountability, and some people really get into that. For other people, it's been shown that it doesn't have, you know, that, uh, there are a lot of people who are kind of anti-electronics. You know, they're like, well, I don't need a watch to tell me how many <laughs> steps I take. Um, but for the, But if you're that kind of a person that kind of, you know, likes to use the electronics and the apps and the programs that are available they even have them not just for activity but even for diet you know they have yeah. they have apps now you can actually take a picture of the food that you're that you're about to eat and and, and it analyzes it and it, it it tells you what it is i mean not, not it doesn't say that's lasagna i mean mm-hmm. obviously you know that but it tells you you know approximately how many calories yeah. are in it or how much fat or uh, carbohydrate or protein is in it or that kind of thing. And they're very accurate. I've noticed when I – when I they take effort. But when you're doing that, you really – you do watch your calories and you, yes. you're you accounting for everything you're eating. Yeah. So some people really, really like that kind of, uh, you know, I guess uh, 
direction, yeah. you know, or, or something to guide them. So, you know, I say if you're that kind of person, go ahead and use those uh, those mobile apps or smartphone apps or whatever they are. Um, you know, when it comes to, we, we're, you know, we, that one works well for, you know, both being active and for eating because they have those kinds of apps. Uh, here's another one that I've noticed. It's not unusual, uh, even in even in places when where winter is winter, uh, there are lots of communities that have like these uh, fun runs, these fun walks, uh, you know, and, and sometimes they do them, you know, for, uh, you know, like Multiple Sclerosis Research right. Foundation or the Diabetes Research Foundation. So, you know, it's an opportunity to, you know, contribute to a good cause as well as motivate yourself. And you can create an opportunity here to sort of do a you know, make make a tradition for your family. Yeah. You know, even if you got kids coming from out of town or or whatever, you know, everybody comes together and we're going to do this every year. You know, we're going to do this five k fun run or this fun walk. And it's charitable like and sure. like, and it works. And you you could actually every holiday could have some health tradition. Sure, absolutely. Uh, you know, like Thanksgiving. You know, kind of the. You know the the turkey bowl, the yeah, flag the football, football game, thing, right? or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a popular thing. It's a great uh, time to blow your knee out. <laughs> exactly. All those exactly. guys that haven't worked out. Yeah, forever. and and when you do the fun run thing, you usually get a t shirt. You know, yeah. so everybody then you, you know, get your who participates can picture. have the same t shirt, and you can have your picture taken, yeah. and that kind of thing. Uh, you know, so I, I I think that's a good idea too, because a lot of communities are doing those sorts of things. Um, when it comes to eating. You know, a lot of people go on tradition. In fact, a lot of times what people eat, just even on a regular basis, out, even outside the holidays, is based on how they were raised, what the traditions were uh, in their families. Uh, but I say, you know, there's no reason why you can't make uh, some new some new traditions. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe change, you know, the kinds of foods that are available, you know, like the snack foods yeah. and that kind of stuff. Because, you know, Christmas time, the holidays, this is a – a time when, you know, the bowls of M&M's, the candy corn. I, you know, I've never liked candy corn, no. not, not even since I was a little boy. I, I'd go trick-or-treating, and the more candy corn I got, the more the more upset I was. Yeah. I was like, no, you were no, ripped no. Off. I want real candy. Don't you people know that? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> anyway, so instead of putting that kind of stuff out, especially, you know, these things that are calorie-dense, uh, you know, lots of calories for just a, a little bit of food, uh, you know, maybe consider some new traditions. Put out more vegetable trays or... Uh, something yeah. like that. I mean, idea. there's so there's so many healthy finger foods: uh, celery, carrots, uh, broccoli, cauliflower, cucumbers. Uh, you know, all the, even the you know the little tomatoes. You know, oh. you, you just pop one in your mouth. Love that. Yeah, yeah. So that's a great idea. I, I, I think. Um, now, now this one might sound a little bit extreme, uh, but everybody's got clothes that fit tighter than others. You know, maybe around the holidays, maybe think about putting those clothes on. <laughs> Interesting. Wear, wear the tighter fitting clothes yeah. because it, it might just help remind you that you know you don't want to get any bigger. Right. <laughs> Who cares if you have a like a cupcake top? <laughs> yeah, it's just spilling over. Just exactly. wear it. Yeah, but but it might might make you think twice. It about, really about, might about you know do I really want to eat that? Yeah. You know, don't or? layer up. The minute you're starting to layer and put all these layers on, you're yeah. hiding it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, now I know at the holiday time. You know, it's a time for eating kinds of foods that you don't eat a lot of times, you know, at other times of the year. Um, but, you know, just ask yourself, do I really even like this food? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, and of course, that, that could get you into trouble, too, because you might say, yeah, this is my favorite time of year because of the food. Uh, but, you know, but I'm just saying try and be a little more mental, mm -hmm. a little more cognitive about this. Is this uh, something I really – I'm excited to eat, or am I? Is it you know? Yeah, it's on maybe. The table. And maybe just ask yourself questions. Is it is it the best thing for me to be eating? Just, yeah. Just a little bit of self awareness. Yeah. You know, I think is a good idea when it comes to uh, eating. Now, I read a book uh, some time ago called Mindless Eating. Uh, the author's uh, Brian Weinsick. Uh He has a PhD, so you know it must be good. You know it's legit. Yeah. But here's a suggestion he has from his book that I really I, I thought this might be of interest. Uh, never having more than two different items on your plate at one time. So at the holiday season, it's like, you oh. know, uh, no matter what the plate size Pile is, it's it like, how, how high can I get it? Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's running off the edges and, and lots of food is out. And you want a little bit of everything on your plate. And that adds up pretty quick. He says, just make a rule. You know, it doesn't mean you can't go back for more, but he's saying just have only no more than two different things on your plate at one time. 
He says by doing this, you may be a little better able to control how much you eat. Huh. You know, then rather than having a little bit of twenty different things, yeah. you just say, "Well, I'm going to have this and this. Only those two things on my plate." And then you eat it. Now, if you want some more of something else, then you go back. But if you eat those two things and you're like, you know what? I'm satisfied. That, that was worked. plenty. Now, right. you don't, now you don't have this mountain of food sitting on your plate that you feel obligated to eat. So I thought that might be something that you know, could, could be helpful. Another one you always bring up um, is are the drinks. Yeah. The drinks, we could be shoving a lot of calories in our bodies just by what we're drinking. Yeah, you can overconsume calories real fast if you're drinking them. And whether it's alcoholic or just juices or sparkling ciders Sugar, or whatever, yeah. these are very you know, quick opportunities to load up on the calories. <laughs> uh, you know, you can, you can, even if it's just, I mean, a lot of people think of a glass of orange juice as being, you know, pretty darn healthy. Uh, well, it's not nearly as healthy as eating the orange. Yeah, eat an orange. Yeah, and you know you can you can triple or quadruple the number of calories in a glass of orange juice that you would get if you just ate the orange. Hmm. So it, it you know it it racks up fast. So water. Yeah, you know water go, and conscious be conscientious about your meals. Slow down. Pay attention. Yeah, and sometimes people get creative. you know they like you know the celebration atmosphere. You know, things have to be sparkling. Yeah. But, you know, there are some there are some very inexpensive sparkling waters. And if you want to, squeeze some lemon in it or squeeze some lime in it. Yeah. You know, the real lemon and lime. Uh, and, you know, just have some sparkling water. Mix it water. up and make it healthy. Yeah. Well, Ron, you did it again. You're, you're trying your best to make us healthy. I'm trying. I mean, Jeff's over there, like, dipping his finger in a jar of nacho cheese. But uh, I don't know if you saw that. Anyway, we appreciate you. Dr. Ron Hager, we call him the health evangelist, also the death preventer. So if you just follow just some of his rules, you're less likely to die this holiday season. Just a few ideas. Listening to these interviews reminds me of a health program I did a little while back. And I remembered something someone said in a forum that I was listening to. They said something along the lines of, it's the little things that add up. And it really stuck with me. I think that's really what Ron and Jenny were talking about today. It's those little choices like taking the elevator instead of walking or going out for fries and a burger instead of cooking at home that slow us down, that put on that undesired weight, that clog our arteries, and that age us. And then we think that the solutions to these things will happen overnight or immediately. But just like the weight and age of our bodies take time, The healing and nutrition happens with baby steps as well. Those little things like drinking an extra glass of water or taking a walk at work or packing a healthy lunch are small things that will add up to overall wellness if we keep at them. I really love what Jenny said earlier on in the episode, and I hope that this is the big takeaway for everybody today. That health and wellness is a lifelong goal and is important this holiday season and will always be important. But making memories and spending time with those around you will always be more important than any kind of meal plan. So be mindful, but enjoy the holidays. And if truly enjoying the holidays and making memories means eating some more of grandma's cookies, then make the most of it and choose the people over the meal plan or the gym. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode, everyone. Happy holidays. I'm Leanna Tan, bringing you the best tidbits to help you live healthier, happier lives. Join me again next time for another episode of Matt Townsend.